Welcome back to the Greeting Card Guru podcast, where we dive deep into the world of greeting cards, the highs and lows of entrepreneurship, and the mindset tools needed to start creating the business of your dreams today. I'm your host, Jessica Walker, and if you've been listening for a while, you'll notice that there are a few things different on the podcast. It was one of those things where I wanted to start and sometimes you just have to start before you're ready and then workshop it and then change it when you realize what you want. And I had named the podcast daily delivery and it wasn't daily. It was weekly. So that just didn't make sense to me. And this week I um, realized that I wanted to change it. So we are now the greeting card guru podcast And I'm so excited to be back with you this Wednesday. Today, I'm talking about habits. And it's funny because habits were something that I did not consider myself to be very good at (laughs) until this year or honestly, the last couple months. Um, If you were following along on Instagram, I shared a day, um, kind of a work with me day this past Monday to kind of give you some context of the habits that I've been trying to implement over this year. And I decided in 2020, it really started last November. I just realized I had a lot of old stories that no longer applied. And you might feel the same way where you wake up and you have this story that you're bad at cooking, or you have a story that you're a person who hates exercise or like those are pretty broad, but like maybe you have a story that you're not good at blank. And then you wake up and realize that that's like, that's an old story. It's just something you've been telling yourself. But when you look at the present moment, you realize that doesn't really apply anymore. And I had always said I was a bad cook. I had always said I hate cooking. And I realized that that wasn't true anymore. I just like had never really tried. And I didn't hate cooking. Like when I did it, I liked it. And so I started just saying, I like cooking. <laughs> and I would just try to do it more and more just to learn. And it became more of a habit where I don't have any drama around it anymore. It's just something that I do. I just cook when I want to have food and <laughs> when I want to make food for myself or my husband. And, um, it was kind of like the catalyst where I being able to break that old story and create a new habit gave me some evidence that that is something I can do. And so in 2020, I decided to apply that to the rest of my life. And basically the reason I started it is because I was tired of being a flake to myself. <laughs> like I don't, I read that in a book where someone was saying, I think it was girl, wash your face, but, um, they were saying like, we all have that friend where they always accept plans and say they're going to do that. And then at the last minute flake out. And maybe that friend is you because that, that friend was me and still sometimes is, but I'm trying to get better. But, um, I was tired of flaking out on myself. Like I would say I was going to do something. I was going to say, I say like, I'm going to, um, go to the gym three times this week. And then I just, wouldn't. And I expected myself to be a flake. Like I expected that I was not really going to pull through. So when I made a statement, like I didn't believe myself, people I told didn't believe me. Like I would make these big proclamations at the beginning of the week to my husband. And you could tell he was like, that's great. Like I support you, but there wasn't like a lot of like, this is really going to happen energy behind it. 
And I just like wanted to shake that up. Like I wanted me flaking out of myself and not committing to be an old story. And if you listen to a previous episode, you know that I, because of this, chose my word of the year to be committed because it's something I've never really felt I was. Like I always have a lot of big ideas and um, I try really hard. I have a lot of drive, but like committing and really doing what I choose to do. And I say choose because once you decide you're going to commit to something, you get really specific about what you're, you say yes to, because I know if I say yes and I put it on my calendar, I'm doing it. So it helps me like figure out what I actually want to be spending energy on because if it's on the calendar and I commit, I'm doing it. So I want to make sure that I'm really clear about what is serving me, what I want to do. So anyways, that was the beginning of me deciding this year was going to be one about building good habits, releasing old stories, and letting go of old habits. So how do we do this? For me, the first thing that I had to do was become aware of what the habits I already had were. So awareness, you can't change a habit if you don't know what you're doing it. And I had a lot of things that I just like, I I just had not been aware. I wasn't doing things intentionally. I was kind of just being passive during my days, like kind of floating through. And I decided to get really specific and write down and note and become aware of everything that I was doing. And it was, it was really revealing. I was able to isolate things that I liked that I was doing, um, that I wanted to do more of. I was able to notice things that I didn't really like that I was doing that I just didn't even notice that my time was being sucked away doing something that I didn't really want to be doing. So it was just like becoming aware of what I was doing was the first step in changing these habits. So what I did after I identified and became aware of the habits was decide that it didn't have to, I didn't have to immediately do the full out version perfectly of the habit that I wanted to have in the future. So for example, like if I wanted to work out every day, I just had to do some sort of exercise could be literally for like one minute every day or the days that I wanted to do it. I didn't need to go to the gym for a full hour and like be at the end game or the ultimate goal on day one. That really doesn't make any sense. And I feel like that's what derails a lot of people is you like set this goal and you don't do it perfectly. So then you decide that you failed at it. And it's for your brain, which I've, I've been reading a lot of different books on habits. And one of them that explains this really well is atomic habits by James clear. Um, it, it says that your brain cares more about the act happening over and over and over. Like that is what's going to lock the habit in more than you doing it perfectly. So your brain's going to note, Oh, we exercise every day, whether you do it for 10 minutes or an hour. And I think that's so helpful because, um, you kind of, like he mentioned that this was how he explained it too is that every time you do that activity you kind of cast a vote to tell your brain like this is the kind of person I want to be. So if you want the intention of waking up early and every day that you snooze and sleep in you're casting that vote that is telling your brain we're not a person that wakes up early. But if you even if you just like 
said it a little later, but it's still like you have that intention of trying to be earlier. You're casting that vote and that energetic intention that I am a person who wakes up early. And it's really about changing your identity um, eventually more so than just changing a habit. Because as soon as you decide that you're the type of person that does that thing, it becomes so much easier to stick to a habit. So if your story is that you are overweight and there's nothing you can do about it, it's out of your hands. It's just how you are. That's a story that you're telling yourself, but it doesn't have to be your story. You could decide I'm a person who takes care of my body. It doesn't have to be I'm a super fit person or like I am a fitness model. It could just be like, I am a person who cares about my nutrition. I'm a person who cares about feeling good. Um, and you'll, your habits will follow that identity more so than just saying like, if you have like split energy and you're telling yourself, I need to work out every day, but you're also telling yourself that I'm a person that exercise doesn't make any difference. That's not going to work. It just, you're setting yourself up for, um, just that split energy and stress. So anyways, um, I realized I was also not making my goals specific enough. And by specific, I mean like time, place, exact thing I wanted to do and giving myself the opportunity to succeed. Cause that was one of the things that I was having an issue with too, is I would say like, I want to work out in the mornings or something. I'm using workout a lot just cause I think that's the thing that everyone has a habit or like wants to have a habit of. So I'd be like, I want to be a person that exercises in the morning, but I would have my day scheduled already to where that, it, that didn't really fit in with like what I was doing or like the life lifestyle that I was leading. It was really made more sense for me to work out in the afternoon. So I realized like I needed to look at my schedule and and my life and decide like, where does this actually fit in best where I will have the least resistance to making this habit or goal a reality. And I know that personally, like I'm the most mentally sharp in the morning and I have the most like productive energy um, particularly around work. So I would wake up and I'd have that drive. I'd have that energy. And if I just started was like, I need to pause everything, go out for a run, come back. Like it just didn't fit for me. So I had resistance. And when you have resistance, if a habit is not attractive and enjoyable and easy, you're not going to do it. And I realized that it made way more sense for me to leave the work day for work, like in the morning. And then around like two or three, when I started to get foggy, like I was kind of like checking out, then I would go on my, my run or I walk and it would kind of feel like it was nice because it felt like it was attractive because it was the end of the work day. It meant I was done. It was easy because I didn't have anything else in my mind. I was like, okay, let's go run. And it was enjoyable because it like helps me to decompress and de-stress from the day. So um, James Clear talks about all the things that help make habits easier and help make bad habits harder in the book. And I think that that's one thing that like, I thought that my motivation and my drive had to work so, so hard to make a habit happen. Like I thought when I didn't work out in the morning, it was because I was unmotivated and I was lazy and I was a failure. And that is not true. And I think that was such a big, um, light bulb moment for me when I realized that it's like, we shouldn't feel guilty about a habit not working if we're not setting ourselves up to succeed at that habit by really getting specific, getting intentional and 
making it fit into our lifestyle in the most seamless and resistance free way possible. And another reason why I decided that I wanted to try to make these habits, because if you really think about what a habit is, it's something that becomes automatic and your brain just does it. So if your brain's just doing it, you're using more subconscious energy as opposed to like active thinking energy. So when you have all of these habits of things that you're thinking so hard about now, like I have to remember to take my vitamins, I have to do this, I have to do this. And like you're, that's like what your day to day is. The more you make these habits easier and just fit them into your day, your brain can use less active energy on those because it's just something you do. It's just like, I mean, bad habits are easier for that because if you see cookies out, you're going to grab a cookie. Like it's just like something you do because it's instant gratification and it's easy, it's enjoyable, and it gives you that dopamine hit instantly. And That's one of the other things that I've been reading about and I've noticed in my own life is that a lot of our good habits that we want to have, they don't have that. They're more of like a far away, um, like hit of, (laughs) or what am I trying to say? It's more like instead of the present enjoyable moment, it's more like setting yourself up for an enjoyable moment way down the line. Like if you're trying to lose weight today, you're not going to like feel 20 pounds lighter, but if you do it every day for a year, you might later down the line. So it's like trying to balance wanting that immediate satisfaction with knowing that you need to, this is something that you have to do over and over and over for a long time to really get that gratification. So I realized that I needed to switch up my why. And that was also really, really helpful for me in making these habits stick for like the first time in my life. I'm telling you, I've never been this person and I, I literally feel like a different person, but I realized like when I was trying to work out, I was always skipping workouts because I wasn't getting that immediate gratification in the moment. I was like, if I skip this workout, it doesn't really matter. Cause in the scheme of things, what is one workout going to do in making me fit or like, skinny. I mean, I'm not trying to lose weight at this time, but, um, basically it's like, if you're not seeing the immediate result, your brain's going to have a harder time sticking with it or understanding why you're doing it. Your brain has little reason to repeat something if it's not enjoyable. So I changed my why for exercising from being a physical why, which is like, I want to be physically fit. I changed it to, I exercise for my mind and for my heart. So I made those things immediate. So I exercise for my mind. I do it to reduce anxiety. I do it to help me relax and to decompress after the day. And I do it for my heart. Like I want my heart to feel healthy. And although that's like a lifetime kind of why you can kind of tell in the moment, like when you're getting your heart pumping, you can tell like, this is something that's good for me right now. So when I decide, like if I'm not feeling it in one day and I decide I want to skip that workout, it's a lot harder to convince myself out of it because I'm like, I'm convincing myself out of something I enjoy. Like, it's like, do you want to feel not stressed? And do you want to feel more relaxed? And do you want to feel like you've used your body and you feel like energized and good? It's harder to say no to that than just like, do you want to be incrementally more fit? Like that is an easy thing to say no to, but picking whys that are more immediate are so much harder to say no to especially if you enjoy them. And that is what I'm getting to next is that I realized that if I don't enjoy a habit, I'm not going to do it. And that doesn't mean like I only do things (laughs) that are like 
eating cookies and watching Netflix all day. Like it's, I just realized that I can twist my mindset around a habit that currently doesn't seem enjoyable and convince myself it's enjoyable. For example, journaling. Journaling is something that I've done on and off my whole life. And when I do it, I feel great. But when I get out of the habit of it, it's really hard for me to start again. And I realized it's because I was writing full page things. And for some reason, I like felt like I needed to write the entire page or it didn't count or it's not like these stories we tell ourselves are ridiculous. But instead, I, I think I got this from the book Essentialism. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was that. Um, but basically I was like, or maybe it was the, the miracle morning. I think it was the miracle morning. Um, but whoever that author was, I'll, I'll try to link it in the show notes when I remember. He said like, again, you just have to cast a vote that this is the person you want to be. You don't have to do the full page of journaling. You don't have to meditate for 20 minutes. Like I journal until I start feeling resistance and I stop before I feel resistance to it. So some days I might have a sentence. Some days I do have that flow and I, I journal like the whole page, but on days that I'm not feeling it, I don't put myself in a position where it becomes a not enjoyable habit. So again, with exercising, like if I'm trying to do a toning exercise and I'm just like feeling so much resistance and I'm not enjoying it, I will stop. Like I will not do that thing. And I will try to find something else, like a way to move my body, whether it's stretching or just going on a walk that is enjoyable. So my brain remembers that this session of this habit was a good thing. And I think that was, that has really just changed so much for me. And one of those things was taking vitamins. I just couldn't remember to do it. I didn't care. And if I missed them, I was like, oh, whatever. I got chewy, like gummy vitamins that taste awesome. And now I look forward to them and I take them. It was as easy of a switch as that. Um, I didn't have a skincare routine at all. Like I would use face wipes occasionally. I slept in my makeup all the time. Like it was a disaster. I had bad skin. And this year I invested in, um, a skincare line, like a consistent, like a to Z, all of these steps that I needed to do. And now because I know what I'm doing and I realized that that's where the resistance was coming with my skincare routine was that I felt confused. There's so much information. And I just realized I needed to spend a week just reading about stuff and figuring stuff out so that I felt confident doing my skincare routine. Cause before when I did it, it was easy to skip. Cause I was like, I don't really know what this is doing anyways. So I would just skip it. And now I know the importance of all of these steps and the components and what they're doing. And that knowledge made doing the skincare routine, um, make more sense to me, but also I created a process that I actually enjoy that in the morning, the skincare routine that I do energizes me and I feel grounded and good. And it's like a pampering moment. So now I see it as like a highlight of my day where I get to like pamper myself and take care of myself and it feels good. And I do like different skincare things that like really I enjoy as opposed to just like wiping a makeup wipe on my face and like moving on. So that is like, some, I guess like all of those together are kind of where I'm at that making something enjoyable, making it specific, realizing you don't have to be perfect. And something that Gabby Bernstein said, I don't remember which book it was in. It might've been, um, the universe has your back. She was talking about why people think they're failures. And it's like when people mess up a diet and decide that the diet's ruined or, they can start on a Monday or they, they like mess up their diet on Wednesday and they're like, I can't, I'm just going to eat whatever I want and start again on Monday. Um, 
she explains this idea as a pendulum and this like just really clicked with me. So I'm going to share it with you that our pendulum string, like, you know, like there's like a string with a ball and it swings back and forth. And our goal is not to be perfect every single time. Cause that is not going to happen. That can't be our goal. Cause that <laughs> like self-explanatory, we can't be perfect all the time. So that's not the goal. The goal is to make our pendulum string shorter so that instead of like, when we do something we quote, don't want to be doing it takes such a long time for the ball to swing all the way back to us feeling good and feeling like confident and in our sweet spot. So like when a pendulum string is really long, it takes us such a long time to be like, oh, I messed up. Let me swing all the way back. And then now I'm in my good spot again. Instead of trying to feel perfect, what she wants us to do is shorten our pendulum swing. So like maybe we do, we get off track and maybe we like skip a workout or something. And it's, it's not, it doesn't take us that long to swing back into alignment. It's just a much faster return. So instead of trying to be perfect every time, it's just recommitting more quickly each time we quote mess up. And I just thought that was such a relief. And all of this together just goes to show that it's these things don't have to be emotional. Like we don't have to make such a drama about it and decide that we are bad people for not being able to do habits. We are lazy. We are unmotivated. We are the worst. Like these horrible things we say to ourselves when really it's just the metrics. We just have to change the order of something we're doing. We just have to change our mindset about something we're doing. And it's these tiny, tiny tweaks that can change your entire identity and life. And I just am so excited for our futures knowing these tools. So that is what I have to share today. Kind of um, a lot of thoughts that I've been just working through this past couple of months. Um, and you know that I love discovering new people, ideas, books, and products that make life more intentional, interesting, simple, and enjoyable. So I'm so excited to share my find of the week. This is a new thing that I'm excited to be doing is the find of the week. And this find of the week is the Atomic Habits book by James Clear. I cannot recommend it enough. And it came into my life at a pretty funny time because I had been doing all of this stuff on my own, just from like reading different things online and trying stuff out and workshopping things for months. And finally I got it and I was like, yes, this, this is clarifying and justifying and just making me understand everything I've been doing and also giving me so much more grace with the stuff that isn't working. And I just cannot recommend this book enough. I got mine on Amazon. I think it was like 12 or $16 worth it. I have highlighted the entire thing. <laughs> At one point I was like, you can't highlight anymore. You're just going to highlight the whole book. So it's definitely one that I'm going to return to again and again and again. So it is absolutely worth the investment. I cannot recommend it enough. And that is my find of the week for you all. I hope that you're having an amazing week so far. And I am so excited to talk to you again next Wednesday.